Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Tenet. No, wait, it's Inception. Uh, Tenet was supposed to come out this week, so here we are talking about Inception uh, instead, because like everything else, it's delayed. Uh, And there's more news about that later. Uh, We're going to go ahead and get this thing going. What's going on, guys? It's Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Um, so as we've been doing with the power rankings list, if you're unfamiliar, um, I know we have some new listeners, uh, this week, so I'll recap, uh, the power rankings. It's a yearly bet that we do, um, amongst the hosts and a bunch of listeners. It's $20. Ron's turning on a bright light in his face. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's a $20 bet that we do, uh, at the beginning of the year, uh, you get a list of 20 movies and you rank them from one to 20, where you think they're going to fall at the end of the year on the Rotten Tomatoes ranking system. Um, and then at the end of the year, you total up who got closest to correct, and the winner gets all the money. Um, this year, obviously, uh, we've only had three movies come out. Uh, huh. It's been delayed. And so it's a problem. So we're just going to probably roll everyone's stuff over to next year and hope for the best. Um, however... No, somebody has to win this year. Somebody's got to win this year? Yep. Mm-hmm. we got to come up with a different prize rather than <laughs> the hundreds of dollars <laughs> that are sitting in, a, in an undisclosed location. Um, mm-hmm. yep, um, but so what we've been doing is we had all these shows blocked out, uh, for us to do, which were to review all these movies in the power rankings. So we've decided to, as many as we can, um, replace those reviews with a relevant movie. Like instead of Ghostbusters Afterlife, we did the original Ghostbusters. And instead of Fast 9, we did the original Fast and Furious. And instead of Tenet, we are doing Inception, uh, the famous Christopher Nolan movie. Um, but before we go any further, we got to make sure that we remember our pickle. pickle. Oh, oh no! Of the week. Oh, <laughs> God, it's so embarrassing. I love it. You know? Okay, so do you think? Do you think? I didn't think it, Dylan was going to get it. Me neither. Do you think if we did it, if we're doing the show in person, we could we could wing it like that? Yeah, I think so. Like do no, a, no, no. do bounce it off? Nope. I think we could do it in person. If you you could like give visual cues to each other, like right? Because I you know I can give visual. Looking. Oh well. Oh yeah. Well, that's I why I knew Michael wasn't doing it because Michael was like, "Oh cool, I'm just gonna sit this one out." He did his like. I lean no, back. No, no, son. Are we? I have never even tested this. Are we in the same layout on the screen? Like on my screen, I have Dylan top left, me top right, Ron on the bottom. No, Dylan's on the bottom for me. Oh, see, then that's just no good. I have a row like one, two, three on Michael on top, me in the middle, Ron on bottom. Oh, really? That's interesting. That's wild. Okay, well, that's very interesting to everybody, I'm sure. Um, my pickle <laughs> of the week is uh, from Jonathan Fortnite Hickman, Decorum number what? three. What? Decorum. Yes. Decorum. Dude, I'm behind. I need to read number two. Oh, I've only read the first one, but I really liked it. Um, yeah, not a first one. Dope. Um, yeah, and it has great art uh, as well. It's a nice sci-fi, um, sci-fi fantasy thing from Image. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ron? So I'm picking uh, Wind, number number two, or Wind, number two. W-Y-N-D. Yeah, W-Y-N-D. It's a, it's a solid book, man. Uh, the first one's pretty good. Uh, I read it twice because I read the preview for it and I read it again. So, But it's good. Wow. good. Enjoy it. They're super, Who, super long issues. Who writes that one again? It's a graphic novel. Uh, James Tinian, the fourth. That's right. Uh, yeah, so it's good. It's super good. I'm really excited. Okay, I'm picking a Marvel Complete Collection. 
Ooh. Um, Eternals by Jack Kirby. Okay. What? I've been wanting to learn about Eternals. So I'm going to attempt. I normally can't really read Silver Age stuff because it's a little too dated for me. But I'm going to buy it and attempt to read it. It's about the first 20 issues or so. So, so my question for you, because uh, I also struggle with that. Is it the writing style or the art style that if you could change- I love the art. It's Jack Kirby. I, I'm down with the art, but it's okay. the it's normally the writing. So. It's the 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 Zork Zowie and Zowser <laughs> type of writing that you just can't. Yeah, I'm thinking this might be different, but we'll see. Okay. Interesting. This well, is what I think you should read if you want to. You watch know, the movie. That's not for the movie. Soon. Yeah, you have you have five years to read it, so. Uh, anyway this is the part of the show where we'd like to remind everyone to please head on over to itunes and leave us a five-star review it really helps us out and it helps new people find the show it will also help us achieve our 2020 goal of getting rotten tomatoes verified once we hit 200 reviews on itunes we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review so do us a favor and go do it um the reviews are nice anywhere else but they really count the most on spotify um so Let's do these events. Um, I'll go first. I have Keyforge this coming Friday. I believe that's the 24th. Uh, hosted on our Discord server. If you've never played before, that's fine. Uh, we're very beginner friendly. Uh, we had someone play for their very first time too. Um, not this past one, but the one before that. So, you know, it works out. And he didn't go winless. He won a game. You know, Word. so and it's a lot of fun. There's a new set that comes out uh, that that came out last week, um, and to play, all you have to do is come into the store and buy a deck, uh, and register it, and then you can play it online. Uh, or you, if you don't feel comfortable shopping in store, you can buy it on our website. Use promo code Uncanny at checkout, and that tells <gasps> them that you're not going to be paying shipping on it, and we will be holding it for you at the Sugarland store until you feel comfortable or are able. Um, like for instance, one of our players is on vacation in Hawaii for like two months. Um, and he's been playing from there kind of his ping is crazy and lags out most of the time, but you know, he's trying, Word. um, but that's all the events I have this week. Dylan, do you have any events? There's one. What is it? Is it on it's... what the way? Is it Wednesday? How'd you know? I don't know. I'm psychic or something. Um, yeah, whatever. It's a <laughs> Facebook Live sale on Wednesday tonight at 7 p.m. Got tons of comics. We got a. I feel like I say this every week, but we got a we got a lot of good books this time, so I'm excited. Not a lot of like, like sometimes it's a, like a lot of big high dollar books, like hundred dollar and up, you know. But this one's like a lot of good mid range books. So if that's your nice your cup of tea, then that's what we're here for. I need to send y'all some stuff because we have some. We had a first cable on the wall, but we, we were giving it a week before we sent it over to the live sale, but we sold it. Makes Word. sense. It was a 9-8 slab, too. It was nice. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's exciting. Um, what I done did. This oh is, my. This is the part of the show where we talk about what we done did. And if you are a longtime listener and not a new Corona uh, quarantine listener, uh, you'll know that uh, this used to be a fun-filled segment where we talk about all the cool things that we used to do. Um, and a lot of it now has been catching up on TV and playing video games. Um, yep. What I done did is I registered for all my Gen Con events on Gen Con Online. Um, however, it is very exciting. I got into every single event that I wanted, which is okay. insane because 
um, Nick Ryan, one of our listeners, can attest to this because he has never done anything like this before and tried to register for some events as well. Um, I was sitting there at the computer. You know, you, you queue up the stuff that you want, put them in a priority order, and then, you know, the events goes live at noon and you click, you know, join the queue. And then, you know, you go, you take your turns, everybody registers for their stuff. Because uh, these are all like RPG events that only seat like six or seven, you know, whatever. Um, I clicked it. I was sitting there at 1059, just like click, 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 waiting for it to be um, 11. And I was like 1700th in line. Wow. <laughs> um, but I got all the stuff I wanted to play. I got a, my most excited about being able to play um, Wraith the Oblivion, a game I've always wanted to play, but have never gotten a chance to. And every year at Gen Con, they only, there's only one instance of Wraith, and I got in, so I'm excited. Um, I'm going to be demoing uh, a new Vampire the Masquerade Rivals expandable card game, which looks exciting. It has a lot of the same art from Coteries of New York. So I'll be demoing that. Oh, cool. Yep. And uh, that's what I did. Oh, I got a new mask. Uh, th- this is the part of quarantine where um, masks are now fashion fashion statements. So I got... Yeah, uh, of, course. of course you did. <laughs> that's pretty good. Got a uh, luchador mask. Uh, I, I'm showing them on video. You obviously can't see it. This is a Pentagon Junior mask for those that... Go, go, uh, go to Sugarland and see your boy. See his new mask. Yeah, come, come to Sugarland. I'll wear it on Wednesday. That's right. Ronnie, I, what you uh, done do? I actually did something pretty cool. I think. Oh, uh, I made a uh, gaming uh, Instagram and Twitter. Oh, I know you did my, for my Apex clips. You for your see, Apex clips, I play a lot of Apex. I didn't know that. So I might as well put them up somewhere. He did. So that was interesting. I Is started. That, uh, I started doing that. It's that trade uh, the truth trade, part two. The truth part two. Pretty clever. Pretty nice. Clever. So yeah, I've been doing that. It's been fun. Uh, editing, kind of, not really. But do you ever stream it live? I will get there at some point. I have a question for you about that, Ron, because you're playing on Xbox. Okay. Right? Yeah, of course. So Xbox has the built-in mixer integration. See, my so problem is I don't know if that's still. Yeah, I think it's going straight to Facebook Gaming, but I don't know if it's still integrated through Facebook. Okay. I haven't figured it out because before it was Mixer, they had built-in Twitch streaming, and then right. Xbox bought Mixer, and then now here we are, Mixer shut down. Right. Right. Yeah. Which um, is just Facebook gaming at this point. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. 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 Okay. So I think Mixer was somewhat tied into Facebook. I don't really, I don't really know the details on that. But okay. Yeah, yep. you should you should start Facebook gaming. I would love to. I need a, a better internet and better computers. Oh, so okay. One day. One day I will. That is one thing we did for the live set. We got a computer for it. I've been using my laptop, you know? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Mike went to Micro Center and built a computer. So now we got like animated lower thirds and I know I saw like you, you, the stream got a glow well, up like a major Yeah, I, well I tried that last week, but then it it the computer sounded like an airplane and it was too much. So okay. we had to I had to go back to the still lower thirds, but now we got a computer, so it'll be fine. Nice. Pretty dope. That's exciting. What I do? What you done did? You catch up on TV? You watched uh, I watched Cursed that Frank oh. Miller. Ooh. It was not great. I only watched a couple yeah. episodes, and I think I've bailed on it. I'm not sure. I might circle back, but Did you it's kind of like in the Warrior same. Man? I was about to say it's in the same boat as Warrior Nine. I watched yeah. a couple of those and didn't it looks like pretty it either, similar. So. I don't know which is better. Like they're trying to do, Cursed is trying to do like 300 style Arthurian uh, stuff, right? Yeah, but it's like the stylization with the blood splatters and stuff. Oh. But it's like done very, very poorly. So 
I just don't. Oh, that's unfortunate. I don't. I, w- I really wanted to like that show, but I that wasn't. was with uh, Catherine Langford, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh well. That's too bad. I also got other things, but nothing. <laughs> nothing worth talking Con- about. Conroe and Conroe? saw all the COVID idiots. Yeah, oh um, visiting some family. It was bad. That's that's uh. Someone yeah. pointed at my mask and was like, you know, that doesn't do anything, right? <laughs> oh, where were you? Very fun. Like out, like out. At like oh, a, that or... was. Uh, no, that was someone from my family. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. That's, that's the duality of man. Oh, Gotta yes. love family, right? Gotta love can family. I tell a quick aside that's like yes. mildly inappropriate about no, it? No, go ahead. I can always edit um, this out. All right. Okay, it's fine. So like my, they're like almost all like old conservatives, you know, no, no shade to that. But my <laughs> grandfather's sister was like everyone, like a big announcement. And she was like, you all need to try the uh, Papadia from Papa John's. And she's like, it's a pizza quesadilla. <laughs> and, and that's not the punchline and she was like and i was like oh my god that's so white but like under my breath but i guess she's not that hard of hearing and okay. she's like i don't know why you're always racist against white people wow oh. so i got called racist this weekend against white people that's so. cool sorry sorry that's michael cool. i hate you wow <laughs> thanks dylan but i'm i'm gonna like play into it i think you should from now on you know yeah, you Absolutely definitely play into it yeah. Can I? Where can I find a shirt that says, "Like white lives don't matter"? Go, go, go oh, back I can, to England. Haley, Haley Prince shirts. I got you. Oh, right there I want. Go. I want that. I want that on it. Oh, we got a, We got a custom <laughs> shirt maker in the family now. Oh, it's time. Yeah, already. Dog. Time. time so to get what you're stuff. saying is we're getting Uncanny Universe shirts. Yes, I mean there's some possibility we can take care of it. Bro, what a dog barking! What's going on, Ronnie boy? It's a lot of stuff going on outside. Apparently, doors. that's what I done did. I, I'm trying to think if I did anything more exciting, but I, I don't. I, I don't think I did. I definitely didn't. Let me know Not if you all. had a papadilla and if it's any good, because it doesn't <laughs> a sound papadilla. good. Papadilla. Bro, I'll buy one next time I get some Papa John's. I got you. Uh, <laughs> pizza I, uh, Hut, all the way. That's that's too I'm bad. I, uh, the... Michael, where do you order pizza from for delivery? Wow. Um, where do I order pizza Ron and I, Ron and I argue about this. All the time. Okay, well, I, I really. made it up, actually. Um... It's gonna I, be some weird place. It's gonna be some you're, local. You're not. I mean, okay. We if Rosenberg, you had to go with like a big chain. Okay. Pizza uh, place. My default would be Pizza Hut, only because they upgraded. Uh, like in the last couple of years, they upgraded like the crust options where you can like put they all did. the crap on the crust. They did. Uh, they did. Hut, that, hut favorite. Yeah. Yeah. You know. No, I don't do the hut favorite. That just tastes like breadsticks. I do the uh, garlic parmesan. <laughs> um okay. but other, i mean i do like the the dominoes as well but no rosenberg just got a marcos so i've been trying that out mm. oh word interesting at least yeah. you're not like laura and she's like little caesars hey well they don't deliver we, we know we gotta go pick that up that. but anyway Could we do I, pizza I used to like pizza hut but then pizza just got nasty to me okay like little Caesars. there's nothing wrong with little caesars it's five dollars like it's 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 as good as I'm paying. as the five dollars, yeah, right? Exactly. You know, sometimes I just want it hot, and I want it. You right can get now. a five dollar pizza at Pizza Hut with a coupon. You go to yeah, the deal like, section. Can't not wrong. Go get like twenty five. I can't spend five dollars and get. Uh, can't spend twenty five dollars to get five pies. You know what I mean? That's true. That's it's true. a good. It's a good deal. 
if if you don't care about the quality, you just want it hot and now. Sometimes it's, it's a deal. Hot, hot and ready, now. as they call it. I believe that's their tag. Oh, hot and ready. That's pizza all you need. Pizza, Dylan. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. Um, we, we should do a pizza review. That, that's what people really want. Just stop all these movies. People want. Can pizza. we? When the pandemic's over, can we blind taste test Ron pizza flavors? Yes. All the time. Huh? So you mean Let's in 2024 go. when we're allowed to record in person again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Word, word for real. Huh? Remember um, when we were like, should we go back in May? Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. I, I've been having this discussion with people a lot this week. A lot of like, uh, how foolish we were. <laughs> you know, like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, well, you know, they'll just move Tenet back to, to August and it'll be fine. And when are Black Widow's going to come out? <laughs> the the, Bro, the question... Wild. Like, I'm sure some of those early Corona episodes of ours didn't age well, where we're predicting things and delete them. Yeah, <laughs> we delete them. Definitely awesome. go back and listen. Episodes are like, now oh, like man, Snapchat; they go away after a week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones spinoff, House of the Dragon, rumored to be casting its Targaryen leads. <sighs> it's this is I, I'm bored. I, I haven't been I haven't like fallen off of interest on on anything this hard. Like, Star, Star Wars and Game of Thrones for me. <laughs> Star Wars, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and, it's be, all the, and it's all around the same time too. That's wild. Because like, well, I mean, because I loved Game of Thrones for a, a minute, and yeah. I, and I still love Star Wars, and I still love the oh, first bit of Star, the first bit of Game of Thrones, um, and I still love Star Wars, but it's just I didn't really. The Last Skywalker really ruined it. Anyway, um, very little <laughs> known about this show other than the fact that it exists. Um, and it will take 300 years before the events of uh, the main series. Now, those casting rumors indicate the series is hunting for two female leads. The first is Ray Rayarna, Ray, Ray, Rhaenyra, Rhaenyra Targaryen. I haven't read these books. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, who will need to be in her late 20s? And the second is Allison Hightower, um, who is from Missouri City, apparently. Um, <laughs> Funny, that was a good one. Thank you. That was a good Missouri um, City joke. That's right. Um, both of these characters have been mentioned in the author J.R. Uh, George R.R. Martin in a series of Song of Ice and Fire novels. All right. I don't get it. Who cares? What did no, you get? No, Missouri City. What? There's a, there's a high school called Hightower. Caught, yeah, in a middle school in elementary. In a, yeah, right, they're like all a, the same, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Oh, okay. Got the it. Street Hightower. It's it's the whole thing. Anyway, I don't care about this show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll I'll watch, watch it. it. Yeah. Right. We'll hate watch it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Uncharted news, uh, starring Tom Holland and Mark Wa- Mark Wahlberg's in this. Um, officially That's started bad. shooting in Germany today, um, or Monday as of this recording, or whenever this article was written. Um, it's been in the works for what feels like forever and has been hit by countless delays, but Uncharted officially starts shooting in Germany today. Um, a series of Instagram posts from uh, Tom Holland, who plays the younger Nathan Drake, indicated that work has already begun but it seems production was actually gearing up for cameras to begin rolling rather than actively filming scenes with scenes uh with large crowds being forbidden it's unclear how much uncharted has been affected but the social distancing and mask policies are being instituted to protect the cast and crew that's good i mean something's shooting i'm curious this they i'm curious if uh mark Wahlberg would get canceled before or after this because they didn't talk about his past recently i'm done with mark Wahlberg movies i so am i i truly did not know until very recently so you didn't know know until this happened (laughs) this article i'm reading you didn't know mark Wahlberg was in the movie oh 
Well, I, no, uh, I mean, I didn't know that he was problematic until very recently. Uh, I was very late to the game. On oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I just assumed he was problematic just because of his past, you know. Because he's from Boston? Well, yeah, and he was in prison and, <laughs> like, um, I don't know. I, he's, I, he's pretty, like, straight-laced now, though. I don't he know. He does, but if, go listen to, like, his Howard Stern interviews, and he's got some interesting takes. Okay. Um, those are from, like, well, Germany, like, six or seven years ago. Germany's doing pretty well. They have, like... Well, yeah, 250 new cases not, a day. It's because they're so. not Texas. Well, well yeah. Because they don't equate masks yeah. with freedom. Um, anyway, uh, John Wick star Keanu Reeves is writing his own comic book called Berserker or B-R-Z-R-K-R. Berserker. Berserker. <laughs> um, ahead of next week's Comic-Con at home, USA Today has dropped a pretty major comic book scoop as they've unveiled the first look at Boom Studios' Berserker, an upcoming 12-issue limited series, maxi-series. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, from the one and only limited. Keanu Reeves. Um, the official plot synopsis reads, The man known only as Berserker is a half-mortal and half-god, cursed and compelled to violence, even at the sacrifice of his sanity. But after wandering the world for centuries, Berserker may have finally found a refuge, working for the U.S. government to fight the battles too violent and too dangerous for anyone else. In exchange, Berserker will be granted the one thing he desires, the truth about his endless blood-soaked existence and how to end it. It kind of sounds like Old Guard a little bit. It does sound, it does sound like Old Guard. To a degree. So Keanu is writing this? No, it has writers and the artists. I just don't... Or well, he's he he's quote writing it. He's know? a writer. I'm sure, he has a co-writer. Right. I mean, Matt Matt Kind. Okay. Okay. So it's a Matt Kind book with Keanu Reeves well, giving some plotting. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I always wonder what these when the celebrities write the books. No, no shade to Keanu Reeves. I'm sure he can write a comic book. Uh, but like when you have celebrities writing books, like uh, CM Punk, right? Like he started out with oh, a co-writer. Yeah. Yeah, but I think is. he ended up writing a couple books on his own. I don't think so. I think he was all co-writer throughout his Marvel stuff. Yeah, I think wow. I could be wrong. Okay. Um, and I know like Brian Posehn Brian had a co-writer for a little, a very little bit, but he, I mean, he's a giant dork. So yeah, but he stopped writing books too. He stopped. He stopped the Deadpool run. I don't know if he wrote anything else. I think he. Yeah, I think that was it. When he was Gary Dugan, that was his co-writer for Gary that, Dugan. So. That's right. That sounds like a pitch for a movie. It does. Oh, most definitely. The character looks just like him, so. He it clearly, he like, wants this to be a movie. It sounds like they want a book so they can make a movie that's based on the hit comic. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Because that sells tickets. I mean, no shade. I mean, that's what Mark Miller's built a career. I'm sure it'll be decent. Yeah, decent I mean, it's, it's Boom Studios. They've been doing a lot of good stuff lately, so. True. And Keanu is gold right now, apparently, so. Um, Invincible voice cast has been revealed. Um, and it's it's an Amazon star, cartoon. Star, yes, yeah, an Amazon cartoon. Um, a star-studded. Uh, Steven Yoon um, is playing Mark Grayson in Invincible. I'm not going to read this whole thing. Um, J.K. Simmons is playing Nolan Grayson or an Omni-Man. Sandra Oh is Debbie Grayson. Mark Hamill. Uh, Seth Rogen. Jillian Jacobs. Andrew Rannells. Zazie Beetz. Walton Goggins. Uh, podcast <laughs> favorite, Walton Goggins. Um, oh, oh, yeah, I, can, I think I'll stop there. That's Zachary Quinto. Oh, Zachary Quinto. Why is he so far down that list? And then some other people. people. How do you say this guy's last uh, last name? Chris Diamantopoulos. Diamond. 
Invincible. Uh, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, okay. That, was Silicon Valley? I've never read Invincible. I've never been... Me neither, but I'll watch the show. I read the first two to three issues. I know Dwight, uh, the manager of our Clear Lake location, is a big Invincible fan. So is Chuck. Is he? Of the Heights. Yeah. Hmm. The, the only thing I really... I know. I mean, I know a little bit about Invincible, but um, uh, Chuck, not Chuck, uh, Dwight's first Vampire the Masquerade character in our game, um, he had a move that he made up or that he copied from this called the Spleen Dagger. It was like from one, oh, yeah. a very violent oh. panel. Mm-hmm. Um, and he and Dwight proceeded to tell everybody about that, which I love. Uh, and I, I don't remember if he actually got to use the Spleen Dagger. I don't remember before he lost that character, unfortunately. Um, maybe his next character can resurrect the Spleen Dagger. Um, yeah. Are you guys excited for this? Will you watch it? I mean, I'll, we'll watch it, right? Yeah, I'm, do, I'm definitely excited for it. Thank yeah, I'm going to watch it. Maybe we can review it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, what else we got going on? <laughs> um, when's this coming out? Not for a while, right? Yeah, I have no clue. Okay. It um, must be a while if they just announced the thing, like the cast, you know? Yeah, Justice League news. Director Zack Snyder. It wouldn't be a week of news without Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, Zack Snyder teases new footage this week and the Snyder Cut's mammoth runtime. <laughs> um, talking in the video, uh, Snyder hinted that fans can expect to see some new footage from his cut of the DC Comics movie, which is coming to HBO Max streaming service next year. Quote, I may show a clip, and it's a small clip, Snyder, cl- Snyder teased. It may be a small clip. Uh, and also, maybe there's a tiny little announcement, just a just a little thing for the fans. The clip is that's going to be fun. Is that a Zack Snyder quote? Because that sounds like a Donald Trump quote. If I'm going to be, clear. it does, yeah. Like I'm <laughs> very rambling. It reads very like all over the place. Um, I have famously teased the runtime at 214 minutes. Now, in its current state, it's going to end up being longer than that yet, the director promised. So it's exciting to be bringing all this new material to the fans. They get to see all these crazy, awesome new sequences, and I think they're going to be really exciting for everyone. Uh, It's going to be like four hours, I guess? Yeah. It's going to be more than that is what it sounds like. So it's currently like three point five, three and a half, yeah, something like that. That's disgusting. So... (laughs) They're doing the TV show, right? They're doing their part. They're bringing it in, in, in the same No, it's going to be in chunks. No, I want a movie. Yeah. I want a big, giant, whole ad movie. I know <laughs> what you want, but that's not what we're going to get. It's definitely not it, what we're going to get. And they're not going to put them all out at the same time either. It's gonna oh, no. Weekly. It'll be weekly. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Unfortunately. I, oh, God. I, I, will that help it or hurt it? Like, whatever. Neither. I want to see it in the giant mess that it is destined to be. Just wait till it's over then. And then watch it all. See, yeah. see, but here's the thing though. Will they re-release it? In theaters. Complete. In theaters. Complete. <laughs> Complete <laughs> no, no intermission. Zach's, yeah, no, no intermission. What am I, a child? Um, I mean, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, How I, was in Glorious I hope Bastards? they do. Not in Glorious Bastards. What was the, the Hateful Eight? That one had an intermission, right? The IMAX. It did. I don't remember how long that was though. I've only Let's seen see, two that movies. one was I've three had... hours and seven minutes, so way shorter. Okay, Grindhouse had an intermission, but that was two full movies. That was two full movies. Then, like, Endgame was what three three thirty? No, three something. Three hours and two minutes. Okay, mm. that's fine. You don't mm. need an intermission at that. I think once you hit four, 
uh, you sort of probably should, but whatever. No. But we have lots of time to debate that. To give people um, a chance to leave. And topical, <laughs> topical news, Tenet will not make its August release date. Oh, this no. came out today, as of us recording. Um, and we saw it pretty early this morning. Um, Tenet will not be hitting theaters on August 12th after being removed from Warner Brothers' release schedule. Our goals throughout this process have been to ensure the highest odds of success for our films while also being ready to support our theater partners with uh, new content as they continue to safely reopen. As they could, I'm sorry, as they could safely reopen, said Warner Brothers Pictures uh, Group Chairman Toby Emmerich via The Hollywood Reporter. Quote, we will now share a new 21, we will share a new 2020 release date imminently for Tenet, Christopher Nolan's wholly original and mind-blowing feature. Um, still marketing, even in the, okay. Uh, we're not treating Tenet like a traditional global day and date release, and our upcoming marketing and distribution plans will reflect that. So we knew this was coming. Of course, this this movie was never going to come out in August. No, people keep people keep being stupid. I mean, at least they're like just shelving it for now. You know? Yeah, it's better. Were you were you all hoping that it would come out digitally? This one, I I didn't. I didn't even think to hope for that because no one will sit on this movie. No one will sit on this movie until like twenty twenty five. If he has to, he will oh, yeah, get a theatrical release. I saw um, an article that said it had to make eight hundred million to break even. Jesus! So they, I don't think you can do that at home. I'm not sure. This isn't like a Trolls World Tour situation, right? Um, speaking of, movie theaters could remain closed until mid 2021, with no new movies coming out for most of 2020. Wow. Um, I don't know what um, Wayne Kerr. Cowan's Wayne Kerr. I don't know what Cowan is. is. What's that name? Cowan? No, the Cowan? name. Oh. Wayne. Wayne. Okay. <laughs> <That's> good. Got <laughs> me. Um, that, I mean, that's barely. Um, you oh, enunciated too. Wayne Kerr. Well, yeah, you're not going to get me by going Wayne Kerr. That was a softball. That was a softball. Um, anyway, this made-up person um, has shared a new outlook for the, the future of theaters, explaining that while, quote, we had previously assumed that the spread of COVID-19 would be relatively halted and social dis- distancing requirements significantly lessened by late 2020. We now have extended that timeline to at least mid-2021. The situation remains very fluid, and we do not rule out the possibility that the impact could last even longer. Simply put, he believes that many theaters will not be able to reopen until the middle of next year. It goes so far as to say that he doesn't anticipate any new films being released in the fiscal year 2020. For Disney, that ends in September. That's crazy. But I mean, yeah, it's all, I know all the talks I've been having with people in store, it's all, yeah, I'm not planning on anything happening this year, you know? And because you just canceled. Yeah. At least we can stop talking about 2020 movies, you know? I mean, we'll see. I think we should just end the year and then like next year do Bloodshot, Sonic, and Harley Quinn again. Just like do it exactly as it was planned. Okay. <laughs> Re-release those in the first couple of months, and then just proceed I mean, like it normally just, was. Just, co- just copy paste, right? Just yeah, yeah copy and paste it. Oh, well, speaking of Vin Diesel's Bloodshot and Robert Downey Jr.'s Doolittle, <laughs> land China release dates as theaters begin to open because they can follow the rules. Um, 
while the United States seems like it may actually be months away from any new releases, China is gearing up to reopen movie theaters with properly safe with proper safe measures installed. Next week and ahead of their grand reopening, a number of big budget Hollywood titles have secured release dates. Uh, both Son- Sony's Bloodshot starring Vin Diesel, which we we reviewed back in February, that was the last movie I've seen in theaters, which it really sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Universal's Doolittle starring Robert Downey Jr. Um, will open on July 24th with a fellow Universal title, Sam Mendes uh, drama 1917 will open the following Friday. Uh, that's good for them that they're doing well enough to open movie theaters. I mean, we have some theaters yep. open. We have um, Star Cinema Grills open. But, I mean... I they- mean, they got it a lot, a lot sooner than we did, you know? So Yeah. They but they pretty much eradicated it, like... Let's see, there were 22 new cases today. Oh, wow. Out of, like, how many people? How, how many, many millions of people? How, how many yeah. we have? Um, how many thousand? 80,000. Today, yeah. it was 63,000. Oh, Jesus. Wait, is that so, U.S. or Texas? That's U.S. That's U.S. <laughs> no, no, it's Texas. <laughs> Half of that's Texas. I mean, I'm sure it's disproportionately Texas. 7,300 Texas, so... We're more than ten percent of the fifty. Yeah, but we're not supposed to know these numbers. Only Trump's supposed to have these numbers. Yeah. Yeet. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeet. So... Um, um, <laughs> anyway, so there we are with good that. Good for them. Um, yeah, good for them for real. Um, yeah, it's good for them. Trolls World Tour and the Outposts claim the top two spots on the DEG's Watched at Home Top Twenty list. <sighs> Every week, uh, we talk about this. <laughs> this week, Universal's Trolls World Tour repeated as the top film, continuing its surprisingly stellar run on home video. Then, screen media's critically acclaimed war drama, The Outpost, which I don't, I don't remember seeing anything about this movie. Was this released? It's like a direct-to-home. It's like okay. a direct-to-video movie. But it's new, so people want to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the top 20 in order, Trolls, World Tour, The Outpost, Yellowstone Season 3, Yellowstone <laughs> Season 1, Yellowstone Season 5, The Invisible Man, hell yeah, hanging in top 10. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, Jumanji, Force of Nature, number 10 is The Hunt, um, 11, Bad Boys for Life, The Gentleman, The Call of the Wild, Birds and the Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, 1917, Jungle Beat the Movie, I don't know what that is, Harry Potter, 8 Film Collection, Bloodshot, still hanging in there, um, Spies in Disguise and Doolittle, looks like Knives Out finally got bumped off. You know what's weird? I, I feel like Scoob is never on this list. Well, like, it has to be on that list. It must have been at some point, but it hasn't had like the no trolls slash Sonic is, success. You know, trolls is dominating. Trolls is like the modern Gone with the Wind. Like it's gonna like <laughs> we're gonna get a number in a couple years, and it's gonna be like it made sixteen billion dollars, right? And then in in thirty years, like adjusted for inflation, this has made this nothing will ever top Trolls World Tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that. Sonic's been greenlit for four sequels. (laughs) I mean, well, at this point, I mean, they're going to keep making Trolls movies every six months, right? (laughs) Oh, God. You can crank these movies out, I'm sure. How hard can it be to make a new Trolls movie? You just reuse the assets over and over again, right? You reuse the same dialogue. (laughs) I mean, it's all because Ron hyped up the first Trolls so much. It it is. It's because Ron was all about that. I love love Trolls so much. (laughs) This is your fault, young homie. It is. I started COVID. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Um, 
WandaVision reportedly not delayed, still tentatively scheduled for uh, late 2020 premiere. It was widely reported that, that not only was the Falcon and Winter Soldier indefinitely, de- indefinitely delayed due to the pandemic, but fellow Marvel Disney Plus series WandaVision was as well, but mo- with multiple trades claiming it would now debut in spring 2020, 2021. However, it looks like they may have jumped the gun ever so slightly. Uh, both THR and Deadline have updated their stories from yesterday and are now saying that the Elizabeth Olsen Powell Bettany led series is currently scheduled to debut as the at the tail end of the current calendar year. Okay. I feel like it's I mean, not. I feel like it just hasn't been delayed that. yet. Yeah, I mean I don't even know why I mean I know why these stories have to come out because THR needs something to talk about. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Because the, they just can't put out an article saying, "All right, movies are canceled." Let's just we've got nothing. Um, well, this is different. It's a TV show that was shot. You know, that's true. I think they still have a little bit more to do because remember they said they were upping the episode count to nine or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There and was they, some interview with Kat Dennings. She's in this show. Oh, and they're she? like, oh yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, do you have more to shoot? And she's like, I don't know. Do we? So <laughs> she didn't want to answer. So sure. Um, it sounds like they have more to do so it's not going to come out and same with falcon and winter soldier they didn't finish that either and it's obviously not coming out in august well i assume that that release also has to do with continuity to a degree so maybe that yeah it depends on how much it ties in for sure right so like i don't know um but the falcon and the winter soldier is not part of disney plus's august release schedule although we never got any kind of official announcement for marvel Several reliable reports did indicate that the Falcon and Winter Soldier was set to premiere on Disney Plus next month, but if that was the plan, it doesn't look like it's still in the cards. The streaming service has now uh, released its August 2020 schedule, confirming the premiere dates for X-Men, Ant-Man and Wasp, Beauty and the Beast, and 2005's Fantastic Four. However, the Captain America Civil War spinoff series is nowhere to be seen. Not surprising anybody. Um, there's still Why is th- it a Captain America Civil War spinoff? Yeah, right? That's random. That is, that's a he wrote this. Um, that's not that's not surprising though, as we said. Um, but anyway, um, the New Mutants surprise Comic Con at Home panel um, announced along with a, an action-packed sneak peek. This trailer came out uh, a couple of days ago, as of this recording. Disney mm-hmm. has announced that a special Comic Con at Home panel featuring the New Mutants writer and director Josh Boone and cast members. Uh, will be moderated by Ira Madison III and will debut on July 23rd, 2020. Uh, the Marvel movie is a surprise last-minute addition to the virtual event, and with a current release date of August 28th later this year, it looks <laughs> like Disney is going to be giving a serious push from here. So, push the home video. What? A, yeah, right. Um, what did y'all think so about? It's clearly the- not coming out August 28th in theaters. 100% no. not coming out. So why would they last minute promote it if it wasn't going to streaming? You got a conspiracy theory, Dylan? Y'all know my theory. Y'all know what happened with uh, Cloverfield? Cloverfield. COVID field. (laughs) COVID paradox. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Cloverfield where it was a Super Bowl commercial and they're like, it's streaming now. That could be what's happening. They did that with Veronica Mars last year or a couple years ago at at San Diego Comic-Con. Could be as a precedent for it. I feel like that's probably the best move for this movie. It is. It definitely is. I think you can save face a little bit by announcing it at a convention, like a fan convention, you know, because it doesn't right. seem as much like you're dumping it if you're 
like hosting an event and be like, guess what? It's going to be on streaming next week or whatever they do, you know? And it doesn't seem like they're dumping it because the pandemic, you know, right. is forcing their hand a little bit. Not that, that they're or they could that, just but... be, it could just be coming to theaters who knows when, and they didn't want to make any of their good movies a panel at San Diego. So like, yeah, we'll do our new mutants. It's fine. That could no, be the case too. I'm, I'm, I'm in on your, your theory that it's going to be, it's streaming today. So we're going to block out that date. Absolutely. Um, what do we think about that teaser? Oh, that looked good. It looked good. Yeah. I only care about magic. I don't really care about any of the other. Same. I only Same. care about magic. <laughs> Same. Uh, Rob Liefeld comments on possible Deadpool 3 and why he believes a cable spinoff needs to happen. Quote, you know what? There may, there may not be another Deadpool <laughs> and I'm fine. He told the site. Because I have to live with the fact that I have two, I've had two amazing experiences, two movies I'm extremely proud of. I love knowing that everyone, everybody on these movies, I love Ryan, Josh, Zazie, David, Tim, Tim Miller. He gets, he got last name. Oh, um, he can, he can exist independent of Deadpool. Speaking of cable in a heartbeat. Uh, he has for years. If Deadpool has been like in 330 comics, cable has been at about 520. Yes. I've counted. Uh, in between Deadpool 2 wrapping and opening, I, I got really close with Josh, and he was very excited about exploring Cable in subsequent sequels. Well, of course he is. That man has nothing else to do. But I don't like, believe that how also. Many cable well, I believe that. Comics. Why would you not be excited? Any actor would be very excited to be. To get paid. Oh, I'm going to get a franchise? Okay, great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get him the franchise tag and pay him, you know? I feel like he's delusional and that nothing's going to happen with. What's Rob Marvel's Liefeld? not going to make a cable movie, you know? Right. It's Rob Liefeld, though. Like, what I feel do you like want? the way he's saying he's proud of the first two movies is like... He had nothing I feel to do like with he's it. Taking, he's taking a little bit too much, like, onus of it, you know? I mean, what did he have he's to do with my characters. He didn't for really do character. anything for the movies, but he, you know, designed well, he, Cable. I mean, uh, Deadpool. It was just like, these are two movies I'm extremely proud of, is the quote. You know, it's like... That's what I mean. It's like... It's like right. Stan Lee didn't have anything to do with the with the Marvel movies, other than he was he had a cameo. Like, I don't know, mm-hmm. and you didn't hear him like taking credit for the movies. Rob Liefeld is crazy. Period. This is true. So there you go. Um, you see that uh, Todd McFarlane documentary that's coming out on Sci-Fi? No, it's on the back. No, it's in. There's an ad for it in all the DC books this month. It's on Sci-Fi. It's called like To Hell and Back or something. No, thank you. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> it looks like something. Um, Hellstrom first look um, images feature Tom Austin and Sydney Lemon as the supernatural siblings. Hulu has unveiled the first official promo stills for Hellstrom, which we recently found out is scheduled to premiere on the streaming service this October. The first trailer is expected to screen during the Comic Con at Home digital event next month, or uh, is that next month? It's in a couple of weeks, right? Um, but in the meantime, we have a first look at the main characters, uh, Damon and Anna Hellstrom, uh, as well as some of their supporting players, uh, Elizabeth Marvel as Damon and Anna's mother, Victoria, and Robert Wisdom as the mysterious caretaker. Um, this is not... These, Im- a- these images are really boring. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the one that's yep. in the article is very boring. I, I mean, I, I think a, a title like this needs more than stills to be exciting. Like this doesn't. Hopefully that trailer's good. Right. 
I mean, like you, you could do stills for something like a Doctor Strange or something that's like a big enough character that is. Sure. Oh, look! There's the there's the costume. There's the you know. Oh, right. there's the I have Agamotto in the background. How cool! There's them jumping through New York. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very low level jumping. Um, yeah, these stills are not exciting in any way, but. I don't know, whatever. This show's going to get one season. No one's going to remember it in 10 years. Exactly. That's about right. Uh, but we'll probably watch it, though. Um, Star Wars The Bad Batch animated series officially coming to Disney Plus next year. The Clone Wars may have ended, but we're going to be spending more time with the characters from that world thanks to a new animated series, The Bad Batch, coming to Disney Plus next year. According to the official blurb, the show will feature the elite and experimental clones of The Bad Batch, first introduced in The Clone Wars as they find their way in a rapidly changing galaxy in the immediate aftermath of the Clone War. In the post-Clone War era, they will take on the daring mercenary missions as they struggle to stay afloat and find purpose. Do you guys... I, I've, I mean, I've said before, I've never watched the Clone, Clone Wars or Rebels, so I'm, I'm sort of a little bit out of the loop on this. Um, Same. I know Ron liked Rebels, right? I watched I watched uh, Clone Wars was my show, but I watched a little bit of Rebels. Rebels is good. I need to finish it. I'm I'm normally down for any show that has bad batches in it, but I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to watch this one. Yeah, I'm I'm not either. And like I said, we'll like, see. It depends on how kitty it is. People love Clone Wars though, and so I guess I'm glad it's continuing because yeah. apparently that last season was really good. So uh, yeah, that's really good news for Star- for people who prefer who really like the Star mm-hmm. Wars animated stuff or consume all star wars um for me i i consume the movies and some of the books and some of the games and none of the animated stuff um like i'm just not big on animation like that but i mean good for is that it is the title fully like is that done is nothing is wrong it? like the bad batch i don't know <laughs> am i the only one that hears it um that's not i mean i don't hear it but I think that's okay. it's not a good title though. I don't I don't like the title. I mean, why not just make it another Clone Wars season? I guess, but then you'd have to have those characters in it. Um, but I don't know. We don't need know, any more Anakin. No. Um, Batman number one hundred uh, looks set to give the Dark Knight a drastically different bat suit. In Batman one hundred, the Joker war the Joker war comes to a city shattering conclusion as Batman battles the Joker in a brutal no-holds-barred final duel, uh, reads the solicitation text for the issue. This is a fight 80 years in the making, and its outcome won't just change Batman's life. It will change Gotham City for years to come. Like every other event in comics, it's going to change. Everything's different. Nothing will be the same after this. This article is pretty funny. Uh, DC messed up. Okay. So DC tweeted out, new Batsuit, new villains, new Gotham. And then James Tinian, the writer of Batman, was like, this is not a new Batman costume moving forward. Like he, re- he quote tweeted, it's this is this is a costume that's very specific to the story that is in a dream sequence, apparently. Uh, is what he says. Now but yeah, no. it was just it was very funny to be like, hey, quote T DC, y'all messed up, because y'all wrong. It's very funny. That's very funny. Now this costume though, you know what this looks like to me? This looks like all those Batman toys that are tied into a movie that are not in the movie. Like everyone loves Arctic assault Batman from dark Knight rises. I remember, <laughs> you know, all that stuff like, Oh, I love scuba Batman. Like it kind of looks sure. like a Dr. Manhattan Batman. It Apparently totally this, like uh, um, 
uh, why am I blanking on his name? Alfred Mathis Batman suit form before he died. Spoilers. Whoa. Huh. There that's, you go. I mean, that's cool. But I like the the little James Tinian bit that Ron added. That uh, that really uh, really drives it home. <laughs> Thought it was funny. Um, Black Adam adds to all the boys I've loved before. Star Noah Centineo as Adam Smasher. Centineo. Centineo. Excuse me. How dare you? Excuse me. Um, confirming recent rumors that Adam Smasher would feature the upcoming would would feature in the upcoming uh, Black Adam movie. The Hollywood Reporter uh, reports that Noah Centineo, uh, from To All the Boys I've Loved Before, has been cast to play the DC Comics hero. Um, he, who has also been linked with the long uh, gestating Masters of the Universe movie, <laughs> will join Dwayne the Rock Johnson as the titular antihero. This movie's not going to happen, right? It's happening. It'll. it'll I know, film but one day. I know, but like, as with all the coronavirus stuff and everything getting pushed and whatever, this is like so backburner, like. You mean like they have time to change their mind? Yeah. <laughs> um, also, Noah Centineo is really annoying, by the way. Is I know you guys haven't seen him in anything. He's he's like the current heartthrob. Like, oh. He's in a bunch of rom-coms, like Netflix specifically. Um, can I give you a quote from him? Oh, please. So he won some kind of like Teen Choice Award or something. Oh, boy. And like, so he has like some backstory. He has like a like a Jaden Smith style Twitter feed where he's like trying to be philosophical and stuff. Oh, sweet. Um, but his award speech, like his winning speech was, well, let me make sure I get this right. <laughs> it, <laughs> it matters not what you've done, but what, what, what you do with what you've done that matters. Word. Word. <laughs> Isn't that deep? Wow. I want that on a poster. A t-shirt. What does that mean to you, Michael? I mean, what doesn't it, it matter? It's not what you've done, but what you do with what you've done that matters. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> I need that on a t-shirt, Ron. You know, you know what to do. What's up? What's going on? Yeah, I got you. I got yeah, you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take care of it. Got two um, t-shirt orders in. Uh, Watchmen news. DC Comics reveals the first look at planned Rorschach spinoff featuring Batman writer Tom King. DC Comics has announced that Tom King, um, Jorge uh, Fornius, um, Dave Stewart and Clayton Cowles are taking charge of a new Watchmen spinoff series simply titled Rorschach. Set 35 years after the events of Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons' classic Watchmen, it's going to be a 12-issue maxi-series, it says right there, uh, published under DC's adult-oriented black label imprint. Um, like HBO Watchmen, like the HBO Watchmen show, and very much like the original 86 Watchmen, this is a very political work, King explains. It's an angry work. We're so angry all the time now. We have to do something with that anger. It called it's called Rorschach, not because of the character Rorschach, but because what you see in these characters tells you more about yourself than about them. Okay, calm down. <laughs> I mean, okay, like I I like I like the Vision. I read it. I really enjoyed it. I haven't read Mister Miracle. Um, his books are good. Sure, but I feel like. Tom King is annoying. I feel like he's the Chris Nolan of comics, and I like Chris Nolan. But but I feel like he's definitely pompous. Yeah, yeah, you know. And he write. I feel like he's in danger of writing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Oh, he definitely. Like, yeah. His bread and butter is like middle aged white man having an existential crisis. Crisis. You know. Yeah. Well, that's so like. I mean, that's perfect. We need to. We need to move away from that. He needs to try something new. I think at some point. Right. 
given that, I have, he knows what he writes, dog. Having said that, I do like pretty much all his books. So, I mean, they're name dropping the HBO series pretty hard, which was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see. How dare you? You can't tie yourself to that. That's rude. Yeah, right. Rude. Um, Doom Patrol season two shut uh, cut short an episode due to COVID nineteen production shutdown. While Doom Patrol still is in is still in the midst of its second season, having aired five episodes thus far, it looks like we we may not get proper closure on the season this year due to global the uh, global production shutdown caused by the still ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Uh, newcomer Abigail Shapiro, who plays Dorothy Spinner on the series, revealed to Insider that they were unable to complete filming prior to shutdown, and she believes the planned season finale has now been scrapped, meaning this season will end with episode nine on August sixth. That's too bad. Have you been keeping up with season two, Dylan? I haven't. I'm going to at some point, but this makes me not want to watch it because I hate that. Right. Yeah, like how does that, it's probably not going to end well (laughs) at that point. Right. Also, that actress, Abigail Shapiro, is the sister of the little girl from Hereditary. The one who, you know, gets her her head thonked. Interesting. Okay. She has Um, that condition where you look like a child still, but you're like older you know she plays a little girl in the show she's really good um wonder woman 1984 star gal gadot to star in the spy (laughs) thriller penned by comic book writer greg rucka um according to discussing film gal gadot is in talks to take on the lead role in an upcoming untitled spy thriller from skydance there aren't many specifics right now but it sounds like the plan is for this to be an action franchise in the same vein as james bond or mission impossible Albeit with a strong female. Ew, get rid of that part. <laughs> Albeit That's with stupid. a strong female lead. Erased. That's what it says right there. Um, it said that it could be a spy versus spy movie of some sort, and a comic book writer, Greg Rucka, is attached to pen the screenplay. Now, when they say a spy versus spy movie, I'm not thinking of what they want me to think of. I'm thinking of the no, the, the Mad TV. The comic. Oh, the yeah. little... Yeah. The, the, little, the, the, the black, black spy versus white. Spy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's not what I they love mean. Spy versus Spy. Um, well, it was a, uh, it was good stuff. Maybe yeah. she'll be voicing them. This is an animated movie. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah, I mean, okay, cool. I um, am the spy. <laughs> so this is going to happen sometime, or never. Um, and th- our final news piece, probably the best news piece we have here, Stuber director. Michael Dows to helm a live action adaptation of the hit I, mm, the hit video game Just Cause. <laughs> Bro, um, that game's a hit. The Hollywood Reporter confirms that Michael Dows, uh, the director of action comedy Stuber, has signed on to helm a big screen adaptation of a hit video of the hit video game Just Cause. Um, the, uh, Derek uh, Colstead, the creator of John Wick, is writing the movie, and Constantine Film is behind the long-rumored live-action take on the fan-favorite property, which has now spanned four successful video games. This game was GTA, but worse. I've never heard it's of this wacky. game. It's wackier now. It is. It have is, you seen like, the last two? They got, like, super wacky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, they had, like, sky hooks where, like, you could, like... like uh, I, I Okay, so I worked at GameStop when the first two were out, and I okay. remember the second one was wild because, like, you could, like, parachute out of a plane and then, like, Grappling hook to the plane and like swing around and like do crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. crap. Oh, dude, it's it's so like ten times worse. Oh, I'm sure it is. It's like it's like Crackdown. Yeah, yeah. It just gets crazier and crazier as the series goes. Like Crackdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember 
my biggest problem with this game is the amount of children and people old enough to know better that come up and ask me for the game. Do you have Just Cause 2? <laughs> like, no, it's Just Cause. Because he's saying he has Just Cause to do the things he's doing. Not no, Just Cause. Just Cause. Just Cause. <laughs> hey, you, hey, you got Just Cause 2? No, nah, man, I'm out. But yeah, you know I got it. Yeah, no, nah, I'm out of it. I'm sorry. Oh, I got it. I don't care at all. I will not go see the Just Cause. Movie. No, I don't. Care. I mean, we'll watch it. Whatever. Come on, Michael. Yeah, right. Come on, dog. You know, I I really wish we could have seen Stuber. Wait, is is it Stuber no, no, or my? It's on. Wait, I'm getting Stuber and my spy confused. My yeah, you're getting my spy and Stuber confused. They're both the uh, Dave Batista movies. Yeah, right. Which is the one where uh, the line from the trailer is? It looks like a wedding from Shrek. That's my, my spy. spy. Okay, yeah, we gotta see my spy. <laughs> That's the one. Um, oh man. Oh boy. Who cares? All right, let's talk about deception. Um, I'm not gonna read this. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, you can do your own uh, summary of what it's about. Uh, actually, no. I'd rather read that. You make that. You make a better point. Uh, Dom Cobb doesn't steal things. He steals ideas. By projecting himself deep into the subconscious of his targets, he can glean information that even the best computer hackers can't get to. In the world of corporate espionage, Cobb is the ultimate weapon. But even weapons have their weaknesses. And when Cobb loses everything, he's focused to embark on one final mission in a desperate quest for redemption. This time, Cobb won't be harvesting an idea, but sowing one. Uh, Should he and his team of specialists succeed? They will have discovered a new frontier in the art of psychic espionage. They've planned everything to perfection, and they have all the tools to get the job done. Their mission is complicated. However, by the sudden appearance of a malevolent foe that somehow knows, that I'm sorry, that seems to know exactly what they're up to and precisely how to stop them. Um, this movie came out in 2010, direct, written and directed by Christopher Nolan, starring uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, Marion Cotillard. What the yard? What the yard? Um, Ellen Page, Tom Hardy, Killian Murphy, Ken Watanabe, and Michael Caine. Um, otherwise, otherwise known as the Christopher Nolan All Stars, plus a few others. Yeah. Um, what did Ellen Page do for to never be invited again? He didn't like her. I don't. She she asked for a chair. <laughs> yeah. For a yeah. Chair. Can I sit? She got replaced by Anne Hathaway. You're right. If uh, if Nolan doesn't invite you back, he must have not liked you. That's got to I mean, be it, right? Has to be. So, okay. We, we've we talked about Christopher Nolan a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Recently. Yes. Recently. Yeah. I mean, actually, for a while, ever since we had him on the list for uh, Tenet, we've been talking about Tenet. We're super hyped for Tenet. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and, okay, so I'm also going to say I ha- I've seen this movie one other time other than – Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, I've only seen it once. Interesting. It's not one of my favorite Nolan movies. Um, okay. Um, let's say that with the, with the other two of you. When when is how many times have you seen this movie before? Because this is no, notoriously a very confusing movie. Or I've seen it three times. Three times. This being including the third? day. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen it since the theater. I think oh, wow. I saw it twice when it was in theaters. Okay. So this movie is sort of has the reputation for being confusing or um very complicated and lots of stuff going on and i would agree to that mm-hmm. to an extent i would say that this movie is not like the easiest to follow um if you're not paying full attention sure. right but if you're paying full attention i feel like it's not hard no it's not um because there's always a character saying explaining what's happening exactly i mm-hmm. 
Um, I mean, this is not a movie that you can play your Switch at the same time, you know? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. You can't run and watch this movie. No. Or even pick up your phone for a couple of minutes to check Twitter or something. You will no, miss, you need to focus. You will miss something. This I is, turned on subtitles because I was like, I need to pay, I need to like really understand what they're saying, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, I watch all movies with subtitles anyway, but because Same I find way. it helps me with comprehension. And I would say they like would they wouldn't speak coherently sometimes. Right. They just like say things under their breath. And I was like, what? What was that? So I definitely turned them on. Yeah. Um, I did not see this movie in theaters. Um, I saw it at home <gasps> relatively. The way Nolan wants you to see it. I know. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I did not see this movie in theaters. Um, I saw it uh, probably like 2012. Um, and then two days ago. Um, what was y'all's opinion of the movie before or, or going into this review before watching it again? I, I remember it. liking it. Oh, you love it. Yeah, it's one of those. It's kind of like a. Uh, what's the other movie? The um, the magician movie that you were talking about, Michael. That we talked the about. Prestige? The Prestige. The Prestige. I love that I movie, movie a lot too. too. It's just like a weird, like kind of like deep going into mines. I don't know. I like that, like deep sleep mm-hmm. stuff. So, right. Same. Um, I. Remember liking the movie because I went I went and saw it again in theaters. I remember liking it a lot, but I think I have like the same opinion. I still like it a lot. You know, I mm-hmm. it's still not my, one of my favorite. Like it's not even one of my favorite Nolan movies, but it's a very well made movie. It is. It is definitely a well made movie. Um, other major Christopher Nolan movies. Um, his first big one was Memento. Mm-hmm. Um, Memento. and then Insomnia, which had uh, I think Al Pacino. I haven't seen that one. In um, Robin Williams, that was the one that was in uh, Alaska or whatever, and it's always daytime. The opposite of 30 Days a Night, you know. Um, did Batman Begins, The Prestige, The Dark Knight, Inception, Dark Knight Rises, uh, Interstellar, which is my favorite of his movies. That was uh, good, too. Dunkirk and Tenet, which is not out yet. Um, so, yeah, I, I remember liking this movie, and I did still like this movie. My girlfriend hates this movie, uh, by the way. Really? Oh, really? Oh, she hates it. Why? Um, um, she thinks it's uh, too pretentious. I mean, I could see that. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I agree. It is a very it is, this movie is very enjoys the smell of its own farts. You know, it's very like up its own butt with how good it is. Like it's the things that we get on the Zack Snyder for Christopher Nolan also does, but he just does. Yeah, but he's good better. though. But he does them yeah. way better, right? <laughs> Yeah, like Zack Snyder does the shots of like, look how good I am at cinematography shots, whereas Christopher Nolan does them, but is also great at cinematography. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, um, this movie has an eighty-seven percent critics, ninety-one uh, percent rotten. I'm sorry, audience. Um, <laughs> so, I i like this movie i think um having watched it again though i am 100 percent convinced of the conspiracy theory that tenet is a sequel oh yeah. what makes you say that i, I don't it. know it just feels the same as the trailers like i just there's there's they're connected they're definitely it looks connected. very similar they're so connected and, and i feel like we've seen so little of tenet right you know? that's the problem is we've seen so little of tenet and i i also feel like and especially in that article that i read earlier 
where the person said his tenet, uh, his wholly original movie. I feel like that's a swerve. Like, of course I expect your movie to be original. You know, I mm-hmm. feel like that's a swerve to, to misdirect us from. The, so what the, would be the through line? Like the, I don't know. Maybe just Cobb hmm. in some capacity. I feel like it wouldn't be him. I don't know. Well, he I feel like maybe it, just the, the technology will exist. Like the, 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 the dream sleep stream. technology. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't. I think if someone had to be in it who's in this one, maybe it could be like Michael Caine or something. I don't know. Actually, I'm not sure. Yeah, but you're right. They have the exact. They have the exact same tone. They they look. They, I mean, same color palette too. I mean, we're we're going off of trailers, of course, um, mm-hmm. for Tenet. Um, but this movie is sort of like a lot of other Christopher Nolan movies, um, mired in details and little easter eggs things that you can miss like one of the interesting things is the the sound the blomp or whatever mm-hmm. you know, the sound that is a the 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 introduction to that french song that they play as you know to signal the kick or whatever the nanger na i don't know i don't know how to pronounce it whatever the french mm-hmm. the, the song um it is the first note from that but played really slowly and loudly um and hmm. the runtime of this movie is two hours and eighteen minutes, mm-hmm. and that song is two hours, um, two minutes and eighteen seconds. So like that, like that's on purpose. Or that's oh, I'm sorry, two two twenty eight. Excuse me. Um, like there's so many little details like that, like right. the li- like the license plate. Um, you know, um, the, for uh the license plate whenever they're in the dream world say the alternate state as like a little tagline on that license plate you know there's just a lot of weird stuff in this movie that you'll that you don't catch on your first or second time through on the first probably, watch, yeah. you probably have to be told on some of these things you know um, right but i i really enjoy this movie i think it's um definitely worth watching uh spoilers for inception mm-hmm. right i guess um i know the movie's 10 years old but um i know there's definitely people who have not seen it um do y'all think it's weird it's supposed, that... to, it's supposed to come out in theaters again so yes it was this week this week it is supposed to i don't know if that's going to happen i mean i don't know if it's going to be I a mean, the drop the dog you know what i'm saying oh yeah the the, the drive-in it'd be dope uh, y'all think it's weird that nobody has tried to remake this movie? Not like remake, but like take things from it. Steal, like well, just like Doctor Strange, the, like visually. Well, Doctor, yeah, but it took Doctor Strange six years to come out, and didn't that was the only one I can think of. Didn't Limitless kind of take from this movie a little bit? No, not really. I mean, I like maybe no, tone. not really, dude. No, I've, I've maybe in tone, maybe in tone, but that's about yeah. it. Okay, hmm. it's also only ten years old. It's not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, Ron's Ron's right. Though. I was just thinking about it earlier. I think he tried the dream stuff. I'm surprised no one else has done that. Yeah, even just the way the movie like looks, that whole like bending of time and space and stuff. Like nobody's really tried that other than Doctor Strange. Time bending. Um. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I mean, well, I mean, time travel or time manipulation stuff in movies is it? It's common, but not. Usually it's not taken so seriously. Sure. You know, like you'll get it as like a funny bit in Back to the Future or it's it's not normally the focus of the plot. 
Sure, sure, sure. It's just a thing that you can do, and that advances the story in some way. Um, I think. I mean, and he, 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 his first real movie, Memento, played with that very, mm-hmm. very hard. I love Memento. Mm-hmm. Memento's great. Same with Interstellar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Interstellar <laughs> is a masterpiece for me. Like, I it is time travel. Yeah, it is. Interstellar doesn't get any better. For me, that's like my top tier in a one movie. Um, but I, I don't know. Um, I think that this movie is a really good example of what Christopher Nolan does well. Yeah, um, it is not right. my favorite of his movies, but like it, it does it hits all the things that he does well, you know, visually um, and direction mm-hmm. and uh, soundtrack. Like every 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 aspect. Like this is really where you can tell that he wants to be Stanley Kubrick, you know. Yeah, you can tell that his fingerprints are on every aspect of the movie. Yeah, um, is the like, I don't know, the editing and the like, the tension was just done so well. You know, even though I knew what was going to happen, I still felt that like that little bit of like on the edge of your seat, mm-hmm. like yeah, just same because it was a long. The the movie's basically one like long heist kind of, right. you know. Or actually, I guess the first act isn't, but then once they get into it, it's like it's basically one heist, yeah. and it's just like nonstop, like really, really well done. It's this, do this, yeah, it's good. But like, like there's a MacGuffin, but it's not like it's it's done correctly, you know. It's not about that. Yeah. yeah. So, what do y'all think about the end? I go. Back I don't know. I don't. That's. I don't I mean, like is, that. I don't like that, the ending. Well, okay. So also, so about the ending, um, I, I think it's one of those things that I don't even know if Nolan knows the answer, right? I think it's, no, he probably doesn't. <laughs> I think I think he couldn't decide how to end it, and decided to end uh, on an ambiguous note so that you know it can be debated. I think he just wanted that debate factor, you know. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, which does lend itself to making it more pretentious you know i I don't think that adds to it in any way i don't know i don't either and i also don't think that the movie gives you enough to conclusively say one way or the other other than what you think you know how you would write Mm -hmm. it like whether or not Cobb is um you know uh stuck in the stuck in limbo yeah stuck in limbo Mm -hmm. um you know like Another example, spoilers for The Sopranos. If you've not finished The Sopranos or you don't care about what happens in the last episode of The Sopranos, uh, you've been warned. Um, but in the last, in the very last scene, Tony Soprano gets shot. But they don't show you that. The screen just goes black as he's looking at a door. Um, and that's a debate between fans if he gets shot or not or if the show just ends. you know. And I understand the debate. However... They 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 gave you enough to tell you that that that, that that's what happened in sure. in the show. Like there's there's this there's a scene, uh, probably like six or seven episodes before, where his brother is on a boat talking with somebody about getting shot. And they're like, "What do you think it's like to get shot in the head?" The guy's like, "Well, you probably never know. It's probably just like turning off a light switch." You know, like that. Boom! Mm-hmm. That right there tells you that, and I, that tells you what happened at the end of The Sopranos. I think at the end of Interstellar, there is not anything really to go on other than 
what you are is what they told your, us your guesswork well yeah and I what think they he's just told us. He, I like the he's just underlining the the theme that like you know reality is basically in your head and what you make of it so like this whole movie could have been fake like you know you know what i'm saying right yeah absolutely. i think he's i think it was just him putting like an underline to that idea I mean, like that's the movie which right. i get like i understand that but i'm just gonna choose to think that the movie was real and all all the events happened and it was oh me too oh I, I dream <laughs> i'm not here for that um but i i like i like this movie quite a bit um me too like I said, it's not my favorite Nolan movie. Actually, of the big ones, it's probably towards the bottom. Like I like really? Memento, I like Memento more than this. I like The Prestige more than this. I like uh, I don't like Dunkirk more than this. Um, Same. I think I think this movie's right above Dunkirk for me. Although I would say it does all those things in all those movies. Like I said this earlier, it does all those things are in this movie. So like this is a really prime example of. Nolan honing his craft and really showing off all of his abilities. Um, it's I technically, think, I think, his best made. You think maybe so? Maybe up there with Interstellar. Like, they're both technically, on, like, and by technically, I mean on a technical level, his best made movies. Right. I, the only thing I don't like about it is the, the only reason I like Interstellar more is because I don't like uh, Cobb at all. I don't really sympathize with his story. <sighs> Me neither. I, like I, I, completely, just, I thought he was just so unforgivable. I'm like, why is he even on this mission? He's just a liability, you know? Right. Over and over and over again. He's Repeatedly. so selfish. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know if that... But he knows also, how to get the job done. And I no, also he, not what did he do? Well, what's one thing about? that he did that was helpful? <laughs> uh, He got uh, Ken Watanabe back. Or did he? I don't know. I don't he know. wouldn't have been in that situation if it was True. You're not wrong. You're not if wrong. he had just been like, hey, I'm going to sit this one out, it would have been so much easier. Everything that goes wrong goes wrong because Cobb is on the mission. Mm-hmm. And he just had so many opportunities to tell them. You and, know? He is, and, but, and he is told that by um, Ellen Page's character. Ellen Page, yeah. Right. Um, she's the character we're supposed to experience things through, you know? Yeah, you're right. So I understand why she's there. Um, I thought all the characters were pretty likable except him. So I can't really, I don't know. I just, his storyline, which I think is the focal point of the movie, I didn't sympathize with. And I don't like his wife. I don't like that actress. Um, she played Talia in Dark Knight also. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, word. Yeah. Although I guess we're not supposed to like her. So um, she did a good job. But... I don't think you're supposed to, well, I don't know. I guess you're supposed to like um or feel for him at least i know you are but he just like the fact that he didn't tell them that they die in real life is like that's right, pretty that's despicable. pretty that's pretty crappy <laughs> um you know yeah. um but also i will say there's like a lot of white people in this movie oh absolutely yeah yeah i'm glad I mean, he's making tenet i think I it's think- his first lead like first person of color lead, I, the only right? only non-white person that has a name in this movie is Yusuf, I think. And Ken and Ken, okay, Mononabi. Right, okay. All right. Yeah. That's the two. Yeah, right. It's but two. the other guy doesn't really he's not really a character. He's just he's he drives a he drives a, a car. van. He had the drugs. Yeah. He's yeah. a chemist. But anyway, um, there's a lot of characters. That's all I'm saying. There's right. a lot. There's no, a lot I of opportunity. Um what do you guys think about the um 
the theory that this is a very like a biographical movie and that um all the 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 characters represent like roles of movie sets and like on a movie set like um Cobb is the director and Joseph Gordon-Levitt is the producer and I never heard that oh Ames is the actor um Ellen Page is the production designer Saito is the (laughs) studio and like and it's about like and you see I I remember I was watching this in a video about this movie and it was about uh, the guy saying it's like and uh you know Cobb's always seeing his family that he's trying to get back to it's because Nolan was, you know, he just done Batman. He was doing this. He's going back to do the next Batman. He's so busy, 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 busy. And that, Ooh. and that I don't buy it. And that uh, DiCaprio dre- has a Nolan haircut and dresses like Nolan in the movie. Everyone dresses like Nolan in this movie. That's They're all true. British white dudes. I mean, that's accurate. <laughs> so th- that is a theory that is out there. I don't know how much I, I buy it. It's, it's, it's interesting. I'm going to have to look it up. It's interesting. Yeah. Maybe if his wife committed suicide, I would believe it but wow. That's, wow no i'm just saying that that would be like a more direct correlation <laughs> but i feel like that's pretty loose like you could apply that to that's true anyone everyone's away from their family when they're at work that's i mean you're right you're not wrong <laughs> um either way so when we when you review an older movie like this we don't typically give it a a, a score a rating um but we do say would you know would we recommend it i would definitely say i would recommend this movie even though i said it's lower on my nolan tier all of his movies are good though even dunkirk yeah. which i don't love um dunkirk is still very good um a bad nolan movie is still great yes like that's the thing this it's, is like maybe my third nolan movie it's not it's not even low for me so it's like this is like a denny villeneuve movie like, which, I mean, I, I understand he's had a smaller sampling size than Christopher Nolan, but, like, I feel like we're in the same boat with Danny Villeneuve. Um, and his worst mm. movie is Prisoners, which is still great. Um, How dare you? That's one of his best movies. I mean, I'm, oh, of the right three... Right after Arrival. Of the three he's made? He did the other one that's not in English that I didn't watch. That's right. his worst one, because I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Arrival is the best movie he made, and then... Obviously. And then Dune. And then, well, no, Dune is this new number one. Dune is going to be <laughs> right. the greatest achievement of this or any lifetime. Um, but, but we're never going to see that movie anyway. So would you guys recommend <sighs> Inception? I would 100% recommend Inception. Of course. Where, Most where definitely. watch this movie? I owned it. No, no, I was just looking that up. I think it's on Netflix. I bought it. No. Nope. It's not? Buy it. Let me see. It's um, on Netflix. I checked them all. It, it's, oh, it says... It's when I on, go to it, it says remind me. What does that mean? That means it reminds you when you're on there. It is, is it? okay. So currently right now you can stream it on TNT Ooh. Uh, or Fubo. Oh, Fubo. It's available to rent on all your major platforms sure. and buy on all your major platforms. Um, you would assume reminder means when it when it comes on to the to yep. Netflix, I assume. Yeah, I use justwatch.com. Well, let me know. That's a pretty useful tool that I use when we're reviewing all these movies. Um, I oh I own this. So movie it forever. left Netflix on July first. Oof, bro. Womp womp. Yeah, but you bought a movie that you're gonna watch more than once, so I rented it. So. Oh, you rented it. Yeah. Um, I owned this for a long time digitally, but I upgraded the the 4K was on sale for 6.99, so I picked that up. Noise. Yeah, the digital. I don't watch the 4K. I mean, you have to. So pretty. 
It is. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Yes. If I mean, yeah, if you haven't watched it, watch it. Um, and if you guys are following along at home, uh, next week we are going to be uh, doing a San Diego Comic-Con news uh, show. And so make sure you guys check out some of the panels and stuff so you can stay uh, up to date on that. And uh, if New Mutants does drop, we will review it the following week, which we are <laughs> supposed to right now be reviewing life that week, but we'll see. That's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all of your support. Later, guys. This is Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time.